Good morning, welcome. Good to be here. Let's pray. Lord, it is good to be here. Good to be here because we have each other. Good to be here because you promise to inhabit our prayers and praises. Good to be here because we're reminded of the hope that we have in you. That you're a God of the living. That you're the resurrection and the life. We pray, Lord, that we'd be aware of your resurrection power and presence among us this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Slight change of heading this morning. was meant to be speaking on generosity. Um, I've swapped it. I think you let me get away with it. Uh, To God be the glory, I think we'll have it instead. Um, Philippians 4.10, if you want to follow, page um, 1181 in the Bibles. Page 1181. Uh, It begins our passage for today. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Paul, can this go up slightly? I think it's just been turned down. So I don't want to hear myself too much, but I think you do need to hear what I have to say this morning. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Paul was in prison, out of sight, but not out of mind or practical reach for the Philippians. Given his hardships, how remarkable that Paul can remain faithful, thankful, and joyful. Sometimes things in life happen that can unhinge us and uh, remove our personal equilibrium, our balance, threaten our well-being, body, mind, and spirit, challenge our faith. Make us lose perspective about who God is. Rob us of our joy and our peace. It's easy to say and hard to do, but when faced with challenges within and without, there is a need to recognize and experience our rootedness in the transforming love of God. Although our circumstances change, we can be in desperate need or in plenty. We believe in a God who is for us and not against us. A God who is the same yesterday, today and forever. At the start of the letter to Philippians, chapter 1, verse 5, which I preached on a few weeks ago, we were reminded that we have a partnership in the gospel, which, as we've heard today, reading from Philippians 4, has found expression in practical generosity. The sort of partnership the Apostle's talking about is a close fellowship. The Greek word that's used to describe it is koinonia. Koinonia describes a costly partnership, a relationship of giving and receiving. This wasn't a one-way flow. Sometimes we're in giving mode. Other times, when in need, 
we're invited to receive. What do you find hardest? Receiving here. I think it's probably right. Sometimes when we're receiving, we've got to humble ourselves a little bit to recognize that we're slightly at the end of ourselves. I need helping. It's a lot easier and maybe more powerful to be the one that's giving. Um, But we preach lots of sermons on giving in this church, so that's probably not easy either. Well, certain sorts of giving um, are probably not that easy. Our faith journeys might involve struggle or worse. Paul was not alone in the joys um, that he had. He had lots of joys or in his struggles. God was with him and and he knew the practical concern of the Philippian church. As members of Christ's church here at Holy Trinity Claygate, we are not alone. I don't even ask the question whether you feel alone or not, because in a sense, either you're not letting us do our job as brothers and sisters in Christ, or we're not doing our job. So I'll leave you to make a judgment on that. In the last few weeks, there's been um, all sorts of stories in our church family of people struggling in extreme ways, in body, in mind, and in spirit. Do they know that they're not alone. What would be an appropriate way for them to know God's generous love? I really apologise if this comes as news to any of you here. We've sent emails out. Not everyone reads emails, is on email. But um, most of us or many of us might have heard the sad and shocking news from the Eastwood family that Isaac Eastwood age 21, has ended his own life. Some of you will know them from when uh, they worshipped here. I think it was about 15 years ago they went up to the Jonas Centre. Some of you will have visited. It's not like a normal mission partnership, this one, because when you go on this one, I think the same is true probably of the Ukraine mission. You actually share lives together. You get to know people very, very Intimately, and I think this, there is an incredibly strong partnership here. So, some of you are going to feel this um, very much. In their sadness, the family wants us to know that Isaac lived a full and vibrant life and was much loved by family and friends. And I think I want you to know that even though his life was short, 21 years, that life has had and does have significance. It's in times like these that our faith can be challenged. We're confronted with a choice of where to turn. We can choose to turn away from God or we can choose to turn towards him. It's at times like these where we come to an end of ourselves, when we recognize that we're powerful uh, to change what's happened, that we're invited by God to draw near to him as he draws near to us. 
Sometimes, even through gritted teeth, we cry out to God and throw ourselves and those we know and love on God's mercy. It's times like these that fellowship, partnership, koinonia in the gospel find generous and loving expression if we let him. The Apostle Paul wrote in chapter 3 verse 10 that he wanted, and these are tough words, to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection of the dead. Unless we get confused about this, the only way to become a member of Christ's body, in fact, and to be alive in him, is to go through the journey of the cross attached to him. He's the main sufferer, but we go on that journey. Unless we pass through death, we cannot know life in Christ. All of us in varying degrees can know both joy and struggle on this journey. In fact, we've already heard in the passage today in Philippians 4.10 that Paul, despite what was going on, was able to rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last they had renewed their concern for him. He was not alone. In Christian fellowship, joy and sorrow live side by side. Even when there are hardships, let's not stifle rejoicing, thanksgiving, and praise for the things that are good about God and good about each other. A person at the earlier service came and shared their good news story. It didn't diminish the struggles that others were facing. But it seems that we have both and all at the same time. Even when there are hardships... We need to have confidence in God. We also need to be careful not to glory too much in our hardships, although certainly we can glory in the God who helps us in our weakness. I'm sure it's no one in this congregation, but um, sometimes we can have a badge of office that um, is about all our endless woes that we want to share with other people. There's a fine line, isn't there? We need to hear about struggles, but we mustn't make our suffering our badge of office. We're not to go looking for or asking for suffering, but if and when it comes, we can know God's resurrection power. Sometimes in the intensity of the moment, especially if it involves suffering and loss, we can be numb, confused, angry, feel helpless, be in denial, go into practical coping mode. But we can also know God's comfort and hope and peace that confounds our circumstances. For the Christian... 
Death does not have the last word. Jesus, the way, the truth and the life is God's living word. He's with us. He's the alpha and the omega, the first word and the last and final authoritative word. Going to the end of the passage, just three little reflections. One about glory, one about fellowship and one about grace. We begin with glory. I think we're going to end with glory as well. I've uh, shared some of the first words of the Apostle Paul at the beginning of Philippians. And now we're going to the end of the letter. Let's be clear. I think we've said this a few times. Paul didn't have an easy life. Agreed? Agreed. Christians don't have an easy life. Agreed? Okay. They... We don't do this in this church, but they face death and hardship and beatings on a daily basis. I'm pleased I'm not a Philippian. Yet despite everything, Paul and the others maintained a God-centric perspective. Philippians 4.10, able to say to God, to our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. It's a God-centered, God-honoring, God-dependent orientation echoed in our guiding scripture for the year from the great commandment, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven: Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That's glorifying. Secondly, fellowship. Philippians 4.21, greet all the saints in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus. The saints, the followers of Jesus from Philippi, were more generous than any other churches. In fact, I was almost shocked to hear again, they're the only ones that were generous at the time. A genuine, out-of-sight partnership, not dependent on proximity. Their generosity to Paul was an expression of their love for God. A fragrant offering. I was um, tempted to buy some fragrance today, but we probably all got slightly different opinions about the right one is. But I just imagine a, a fragrant offering that's pleasing to God, acceptable sacrifice to him. Um, this is echoes again of our guiding scripture for the year, the second half of the great commandment, to love our neighbor as ourselves. Showing practical concern, loving our neighbor is sometimes really hard when the specific need that requires our practical generosity triggers our greatest fear. So um, I don't know whether you've experienced this, but not daring to go close to a situation because it's just too raw for you. Um, in my, um, well, a couple of churches back, there's a story of a, a young family that lost their daughter. I can't remember how old she was, but she was like primary school age. And as if that wasn't bad enough, and the neighbours weren't Christian necessarily, but um, they might have been, but they described stories of them walking down the road and people crossing the road to the other side to avoid them 
because they didn't know what to say or they couldn't cope with their own grief in that situation. Maybe they thought there was some sort of contagion about it. I don't know, but imagine. We need to ask for God's grace and wisdom in how we are to appropriately express his love to those in need. I think sometimes we just have to listen and just say that we care. We don't even have to say. We just have to acknowledge sometimes that's enough. Anyway, the final word in Philippians is a message of grace and a promise of God's presence. Philippians 4.23. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Grace is God's unmerited favour. It's the love of God, freely given. It's a love once experienced, enables us to begin to love ourselves as God loves us and then in turn to love God and others, regardless of our circumstances. Philippians 4, 12 and 13 inform us that it's possible to be secure and content whatever the circumstances Philippians 4, 12 and 13. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do this. Hear this, verse 30. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Contentment is a gift. An elusive one, even for Christians from time to time. It's about being secure in the love and the provision of God. With that in mind, I'd just like to read some words from Romans 8 that I turn to from time to time. When struggling... But they're words that bring hope. Romans 8.35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything on all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Our life journeys can be both joy-filled and difficult. We're assured in Philippians 4.13 that we can do everything through him who gives us strength. Whatever our current situations, we have a hope both for now and the future. Heaven promises to be a triumphant, joy-filled, praise-filled, glory-filled place where there's no sickness or tears or pain, a place where God's kingdom's fully realized. We have, however, to pass through the cross and the valley of the shadow of death. But in Christ and in Christ alone we will. For Christians, our destination is joyful and certain. 
we're assured at the start of, of Philippians verse 1, 6, that God who began a good, good work in us will carry it on to completion. And we're reminded at the end in chapter 4, verse 20, that God gets the glory for all of this. As I was preparing, and we're not singing it today, a hymn came to mind. A hymn of triumph. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son. Who yielded a life, his life, an atonement for sin. And opened the life gate that all may go in. Great things he hath taught us, great things he has done, and great our rejoicing through Jesus the Son. But purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our transport, when Jesus we see. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. O come to the Father. Through Jesus the Son, and give him the glory, great things he hath done. We ask for and need God's grace to praise him, sometimes to defy our personal circumstances. We praise him for who he is. He's a God that gives and takes away. We need grace to praise him in times of need and in plenty, in sorrow and in joy. I close with the final words from Philippians chapter 4, verse 23. Assured of our partnership, our koinonia in the gospel, may you receive this as God's word to you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen.